0: This is the Mopad, the made of human podcast. It's a podcast in which I speak to people about how they function and, uh, how they figure out life, because I think it's a bit terrifying sometimes. Uh, I am whispering a bit because my housemates are all asleep, uh, apart from maybe one of them, because his job is basically to go to uh, hospitals and get like drugs tested on him, which is pretty much the beginning of, um, of any villain origin story, isn't it? Like, that's how I'm going to die, is by me entering the kitchen and he'll be, like, turned into a spider or something awful. No, that's Spider-Man, isn't it? Anyways, um I'm going to do this rather quickly because I want you to listen to this episode with uh, Richard Gad, who, whom I love so much, so much, so much. I'll tell you a bit more about him, but first, I am going on tour. Yay, we're all excited. Uh, listen, I'm going to mention a few cities and some dates now. I'm going to try and do it fairly quickly so we can move on to the episode. But if you don't know, I'm actually quite a, a, a decent comedian. I do comedy and I love doing it and I, I do believe that I have a, a pretty good show and I would love for you to come and see it. And I am starting this tour on the 22nd of October. I will be in Newport, Newcastle, Froome, Selby, Wrexham, Leamington Spa, Harlow, Crawley, Aberdeen, Lincoln, Aylesbury, Bristol, Brighton, Guildford, uh, Maidenhead, Oxford, and Liverpool. Uh, Brighton is already sold out. Uh, I was so excited about it. I hadn't I didn't think that would happen, so I'm, I'm ecstatic about that. You can find tickets for all of these places on SophieHagen.com. And remember, I am trying to make all of them uh, gender neutral, like to have gender neutral toilets. Uh, and I am also trying to make them all anxiety free, meaning that if you have any kind of special need, uh, because of your anxiety or any other kind of whatever, if you, if there's something that makes you feel uncomfortable, uh, in terms of coming to a show, let me know. Email me at anxiety tour 2016 at gmail and we'll figure something out. Just let me know what it is that freaks you out and, uh, and, w- and we'll find out. Uh, once I have the information for all the venues, which to, when I know which ones are gender-neutral and which ones are um, uh, anxiety-free, I'll put it all up on my website, Uh But you can g- get your tickets now. Um, we'll figure it out, no matter what. Cool. Then, in December, I'm going to do London. So I'm going to be at the Soho Theatre from the 5th to the 17th of December. You can get your tickets at sohotheatre.com. Last thing... Uh, I'm going on tour, <laughs> on tour in Denmark. I'll be in Copenhagen, Aarhus, Odense and Aalborg uh, in February next year. Uh, and I'll bring a support act to that one. Hopefully, hopefully Alison Spittel. I don't want to make any promises because she's super busy, but uh, th- that would be amazing if she would support me one more time in uh, in Copenhagen and, uh, and the rest of Denmark this time. Tickets will be released uh, uh, Wednesday. So that's when I'm recording this, uh, it's tomorrow, so it's Wednesday the 5th of October, uh, and I'll, I'll link to them also on sophiehagen.com. Now, that was a lot of blah, blah, blah. I'm going on tour, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, I really want to say thank you to everyone who's donated via patreon.com, for us as Mopart. Uh, I did a little video where I, I was just acting like a, like a complete idiot, uh, but you seem to like it anyways, so thank you so much. Um, it really helps me to do this podcast. So thank you so much. Uh, so let's get on to Richard Gadd. Uh, he, oh God, I, I was so nervous about this chat because I admire Richard so much. His show this year, it was... I don't like to exaggerate, but I genuinely don't think I am exaggerating when I say that it's the best show I've ever seen. It's... I mean, I can't describe it. It's so... I've never seen a standing applause like the one he got when he finished that show. I mean, he got a standing applause every single day. He ended up winning the Edinburgh Comedy Award, uh, and that was a few uh, weeks after we'd had this chat. And uh, I I got to hand him the award because I, I won last year, so they let me be on the stage. Uh, I didn't win the main award last year. I won Best Newcomer, but still, I got to hand him the award, and I was crying so much. It was, I mean, I... <laughs> I can't begin to describe what kind of person Richard Gadd is. He's just extraordinary. He really is. I love him so much, and I'm so happy he did this, this podcast. It was one of the first ones I recorded. Uh, you might be able to tell that, and I was nervous as well. We were recording it uh, in Edinburgh during the festival, so I was all over the place mentally. Uh, and I just so so. I'm going to let you listen to it now two quick things you need to know before you listen to it we reference chris a lot of times we say we just say the word we say the name chris a lot chris is uh, my manager and richard's housemate the same guy so that's our mutual kind of connection so he's the one we're talking about he's one of my favorite people and i i guess a friend i'm going to call him a friend oh god that he's what if he's going to text me and be like we're clearly only colleagues uh No, I, I, Chris is also, I mean, just a combination of those two in a house. I mean, it's just, that's the house you want to live in. I mean, I don't, because, you know, then he would, you know, my agent would know how, uh, how, how messy I am and, uh, that I don't always eat my vitamins. Uh, and he wouldn't, he would not forgive that. Um, anyways, that's Chris. Uh, other thing is, uh, as we're starting the, the conversation, me and Richard, the first thing we talk about is how he, uh, he, he told me before i started the recording i think that um he usually prefers to wear sunglasses when he gets interviewed because he's uncomfortable with eye contact so that's where the conversation begins i've babbled for way too long you've been so kind uh, to listen to <laughs> to have listened to it um uh, you know if you like the podcast tell people about it but first uh, why not just enjoy uh, this episode of the Mopod with richard gadd
1: some reason i find them easier to do in sunglasses because the eye contact do you see what I mean? really yeah oh but, do you struggle
0: with eye contact mm, usually you yeah. could do this just looking down
1: no 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 that's, <laughs> it's, it's odd but I, I do struggle with eye contact but it's fine it's fine um Anyway, I'll save all that for the. No, okay. I felt
0: like that when I got the. I, I'm recording now, just you know. Right, uh, yeah. I, I felt like that when I got uh, when I got my glasses. I got them last fringe, mm-hmm. and now I just really like them because it feels like it's covering more of my face. I, oh, I don't know if well, it's the yeah, same I know thing. what
1: you mean. Yeah, it's I, bit, I exactly.
0: Know, it's kind of like I like having a fringe, and I quite like having my hair down because it covers more and more of my face, so I can
1: yeah, kind yeah of hide a bit. Yeah, absolutely. It's I mean, that, that's thing? that's what I really like about sunglasses. I try I get I try and get ones that are completely black, so you can't see any. You can't see any out, uh, outline of the <laughs> eye, and always, I always love sunny days in Britain, and they don't come around often because you have permission <laughs> to wear them. And I, I just have such better days because I always think that the any self doubt or any self questioning always is given away through the eyes. Yeah. It's never given away through the mouth or the speech. Sometimes the speech, but not really. It's never given away through like the cheekbones or the way you. Brow right. sits. It's always in the eyes. There's one flick to the left. Like, if, I always think that one, one eye flick to the left, one eye flick to the right will give, can give away so much about a person, how they're feeling at that point in time. <laughs> That's terrifying. And, uh, I always think that I've got a lot, a lot to say. I've got a lot of opinions and very strong and, but in my opinions, but I always think I wish my eye contact would be as strong as my opinions therefore i feel like i get them out better does that make sense that
0: makes sense so do you do you also act differently when you wear them because you feel like they can't see yeah they
1: can't see yes yeah, so you always act yeah, a bit more absolutely confidence. Yeah. yeah i''m i'm i'm waiting to hear of someone who Who's similar. I, I actually this is gonna sound ridiculous, but I think Dave Batista, the actor slash wrestler, wears sunglasses for the same reason. Really? I think Jim Muir, the Reverend Obadiah stephen Wolf third wears sunglasses for the same reason. But I totally get it. Yeah. I, I find eye contact is an extremely, extremely powerful thing. And mm. I find I find it tough. I it's find terrifying. it tough. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, so you don't want people to find out that you're like anxious, or what is the feeling? Yeah, yeah, it?
1: exactly. There's just something protected about sunglasses. It's yeah. just like um they they just don't give they don't give anything away. And and I I when when I'm anxious I feel you know, I can I can speak uh, I can smile and I can I can do everything else with my face and it's believable. Yeah. But uh, my I'll dart to the side or I'll, you know, look <laughs> down and uh, I don't know. And I, I find it yeah, it really gives it really gives the game away. Not that I'm playing a game, but I, I, I like I, I, I definitely am good at pretending that I'm not as anxious as I am, but I always think that my eyes are the ones that let me down. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, I don't know, like, uh.
0: But do you think everyone can, do you think everyone can sense it? Or do you think it's like, because I, I have an, I, I feel like I know how to read a lot of people, but I've also met, Have you ever met someone and you think, oh, that guy has issues or something? And then, but everyone else who met this person at the same time were like, oh, what a nice guy.
1: Yeah. Do you ever Um, get that? Well, like like you see something that someone else doesn't see. I'm obsessed with social, uh, like social triggers and stuff like that. Like uh, it's, it's, I don't know whether it's sociopathic or empathic. I can never figure out, I can never (laughs) figure out what it is. But like, yeah, I always almost instantly sort of analyze like energies and like things that people give off. So, so you, so what you're, you're asking is do you ever find some guys maybe strange or unsettling or that they've got a lot of emotional baggage, but then everyone else is that, like, Oh, they're really nice. They're really mm. nice. Yeah. That's a sort of like, um, I think that's an energy thing. I also think people give out different energies and I think that, um, sometimes like your energy just naturally will clash with someone on a sort of subliminal level. um, mm. So it could be that kind of thing. Like, yeah, there are, there are, there, there, sometimes you have a thing, like, I, I find this so strange, but on paper, you should get on with someone really well. Like, you like the same things. You have the same sense of humor. You, uh, you, you, you know, everyone is convinced that you'll get on. You support the same football team. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. But then, but there is some sort of cosmic awkwardness yeah. that never you never manage to get through. I yeah. find it so strange. There's people that I'm like, God, man, I, I want to be your friend. Like we both clearly <laughs> want, but there's a cosmic sort of awkwardness. Yeah, and I just sometimes think it's an energy thing, like a primal thing that like goes right back to when we're apes and all these kinds oh, of things. Really? Like, that's how yeah, I think. I think it, a lot of the way we we behave is is primal, and it all goes back to like the like sort of all the, the, the survival instincts of really? yesterday. And I think it's all, and I do find that a lot of anxiety, especially between males especially between males is is a sort of primal sort of hierarchical anxiety because you know we're all in the even playing field really in life yeah. you know hierarchies exist in work but they, they they don't exist on the street really do you know what yeah. i mean uh, but i do find that sometimes when you, you when guys meet and um you know they, they, there's always a sort of it's slight attempt to try and of. yeah an alpha sort of uh, do an alpha uh, inflict a sort of alpha presence on the situation so i, I do find that um yeah I do find it very interesting but I, f- I find that the the feelings of anxiety and the energy you sense from people is all is all very primal and it 's all based on you know survival instincts and sexual instincts and all these kinds of things i I think it all goes back to you know because we, you know we 've evolved so much that the, the the human being the uh, the first human recorded human being that looks like us was a hundred thousand years ago, so you know there were human beings that looked exactly like us a hundred thousand years ago and if you think how much we've progressed uh, you know in terms of technology and everything a hundred thousand years from then you know it's unbelievable like we've evolved way faster than our bodies and i feel like um so i feel like we're trying you know human beings in this (laughs) i'm trying to do this say this without sounding pretentious but i but i think that like um we've evolved to such a degree where where, we're yeah, yet yeah, we're still, we're still monkeys and we're still like, like, but we're still, we're trying to be human beings. But we, we the difference, and, and that's what the show really is about, really, is, is this idea that we're, we're sort of monkeys trying to be human beings and we're sort of, our brains are evolving way faster than us and we don't know how to keep up on it. So we have these constant unexplained feelings when we meet other people and do things. And it's all just based on the fact that back in the day, if you had those feelings, you probably would just fight a guy and then figure out who was, do you see what I mean? Yeah, I know what you
0: mean. It's very interesting because I would have taken it back to just <laughs> like childhood, like the energies yeah, when you meet well. someone. Because yeah. I, like I, I remember when I, like when I had my a boyfriend when I was like eighteen or something mm-hmm. ridiculous, uh, and I was complaining about him to my mom, and I was just explaining like, oh, he annoys me because he does this, he does this, he does this, and she just went like a bit white in her face, and she was like, "That's who does that remind you of?" And I was like oh shit it's my grandfather
1: <laughs> oh right right. And also, right. so that
0: had been like my way of like trying to deal with having had like a psychopath grandfather so okay. i just found someone who had like similar traits who wasn't he, like my ex wasn't like a psychopath but he had like my grandfather would have these um like overreactions to tiny things so if you like yeah. just like bumped against him he would make a big scene out of it like oh oh i guess someone's gonna have to pass here. like really yeah it's yeah. it mm. shitty for like a child
1: yeah absolutely
0: but then my ex would do the same thing
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And my mom was just like, That's what that's what this is. You've you're in a relationship with this person because yeah. So so that um immediate energy attraction that was between us have been my um subconscious going, Ooh, you can fix it now, you're an adult.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you're
0: taking it way back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it way back. It's, it's Childhood's interesting. Do you have you memories, you know, do you have memories from childhood where you, you're like, why do I remember that? Like, why has that stayed with me?
0: Yes. Like, like
1: did you find that? Oh, yeah. All the time. and And it's all... I think it's the first, my theory is we always remember th- things from when we we're very, very young because they're the first time we felt an emotion that's, cause you know, when you're a kid and you see kids running around and uh, they have no inhibitions and yeah. you're like, God damn, I miss that so much. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I'm
0: not kidding. That's the beginning of my show.
1: Oh, is it? Is yeah. it? It's it's amazing. Well,
0: I, what I say in my show is like, it's pre shame.
1: Yeah. Pre shame.
0: It's just this, uh, yeah. yeah. Like in my show, I talk about being seven years old, uh, and I, th- and I, I, this is basically from my show, but I'm not going to do it like in a showy way, but because I, because I, I don't remember anything from my childhood, basically. I have almost no memories from up until the age of 10.
1: 10, 10, yeah. wow, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it, it was from when I moved.
0: Of <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the baggage is there. The memories just aren't. So I don't know how to, I don't wow. know what to okay. fix. Yeah. No, yeah, but I remember yeah. one moment of sitting in my kitchen and I was, I was just painting something green. And I remember the feeling of this being like, I was angry at the paper because yeah. it, I could paint it green like that. It was so easy. So I just took off all my clothes and painted my body green.
1: Yeah.
0: And I love, I have a photo of it where I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> I'm just standing. Just covered and, in green. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. just so proud. Just yeah, so yeah. happy. And I have the photo on stage as well in the show. Yeah. And I, talk, and I just, I love that. I love that it's a, like from, I need to fix the fact that I'm not green, so I'm just going to paint myself green. Yeah. Without all the inhibitions that you kind of learned that you have to have and Yeah. Yeah. Life.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and that stuck in your memory because was that under under uh, broken the, that that or, or was that just something that why has that stayed with you was that was the illusion of, of, of the happiness question. taken away or, or was it just it's that a it's good a happy, question happy it might
0: be it might be control like taking control yeah because yeah. i was a very um i would always be told that i was a Like, because my sister would just show all her emotions all the time. So everyone in the family were like, Oh, she's the troubled one. Where Sophie, she never cries, which is we know now, not the way it works. (laughs) That's not the healthy thing is to never cry as a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's almost terrifying.
1: (laughs) It's probably a dream for a parent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) When when my sister was just, would just cry, she was sad. Where I would be like, Oh, bottle it up, bottle it up. Yeah. So I think that might have been me doing something. Oh, this is actually one of the things I want to, relate to something i want to ask you because i read an interview where you talked about your last show uh in which you said you because you you don't you didn't come out in the show until what like the last five minutes Last
1: five minutes yeah and yeah. you
0: said that it was really hard for you to see them doing your show yeah, it was tough. You're yeah, control yeah. freak. Kind I'm of such thing. a control freak. So you must I'm, relate to that, like.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I, I, I'm a control freak, and but, but because I, I have no control inside my own head. You so see, mm-hmm. if you can control, <laughs> that sounds so wanky. but Not at all. If you can, I find if you can control your external, then you can sort of find some semblance of inner peace from that. Do you yeah. see what I mean? It was very. Way uh, Wayne forget it was was a, a, an important learning experience. For me, it was it was also you know in a period of my life where I perhaps was was a bit more reckless than I am now, and um, I think I I, I I handled that show quite and the show's success quite badly in in a lot of respects. How so? Well, I, th- I think the, my my best way was uh, to get what I thought the best way to get um, out of people like Ben and Ed and Ian, who were wonderful the whole way through, mm. uh, was to put the pressure on them that I would put on myself. Do you see mm. what I mean? You know, which which is to sort of, because I put a lot of pressure on myself to, yeah. to work and do well. I I work very obsessively. I'm sure Chris has told you. I, <laughs> yeah. I, um, and I, I put so much pressure on myself because, you know, I... And I, I just, I want certain things to happen. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I think I have something to say, and all these kinds of things. And, um, and I thought that well, that gets the best out of me, so that's going to get the best out of them. And, and because I, I, none of us really expected Gado to be as big as it was. I think I expected it to go well, but I don't think I expected it to go as so well as it did. Mm. The pressure on the show from external sources started to mount. Do you know what I mean? You know, like the reviewers coming in, things yeah. every night. And I'd always been very niche and off kilter and, and uh, until Gadda, which was the first sort of mainstream sort of hit or whatever. But my, my way of responding to that pressure was to try and control what they were doing even more. So, I mean, I reckon almost every night of Edinburgh, I probably sent them notes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, even, you know, I don't think I ever signed off on that show.
0: I don't like, know how you do it. Like I, it reminds me of, I, We did like a, it was just like a week project at school when we were like fifteen, and I announced myself to be the the writer and director. Already, it was like a little short film we had to do, and through the the four days of filming, yeah, I managed to fire every single person in my class apart from the actor that I needed.
1: Really, really. (laughs) Because I was
0: just like, oh, it was the little things like they had to do like a painting of a swan, and I said I wanted to be white uh, cardboard with a black cutout glued to it and then yeah. they painted it instead and oh it was, right made a huge fit no
1: that's a definite yeah. fire <laughs> you have to fire them of course i'm I with yelled, you i'm with you and they
0: were like them who are also kids going Sophie, it's just a school project it literally doesn't matter and i was like it matters so much
1: yeah yeah it does everything matters <laughs> so much I, I i don't know where that pressure I, I put i do you ever think what where is this pressure i put myself where does that come from do you ever think that
0: Oh, i I'm no, I know exactly where that comes from. Go on. Exactly. What I, like, I, I know when, um, cause I got nominated for an award in Denmark, which was like huge, like a big deal. And I told my mom. And she and said, comedy award? Yes. Right. Yes. And she said, uh, oh, well, have you won? I was like, no. She's like, oh. Okay. And I was like, Oh yeah. And she would do this thing. That's another memory I have from a child. Uh, when I would do like drawings and stuff at, uh, like at school or in the kindergarten and I would bring them to her, she would give them like honest critique. She'd go, Oh, I can see you haven't worked that hard on this one. Uh, you could do better than that or you should be able to do better than that. Like very, very like, which is, you know, why I am hard working and you know, why what I do is often hopefully good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all her. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. And, and 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 you're comfortable speaking about that with her.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause really. Because yeah. she's the same kind of like, not cold, but you know, just kind of going, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because she'll do the same thing of going well, I did the best I could as a parent, but you know, obviously I should have probably done better. And like, it's very yeah, like yeah. calculating so way of just being,
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, well, we should
0: all try and be our best at every single time. And you can always be better than you think you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do subscribe to that, but I'm not sure how healthy it is. I mean, I, <laughs> I feel I've aged quite considerably. I mean, I don't look 26, do you know what I mean? And, uh, but I, I do think, you know, I, I honestly don't know where it came from. I, 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 I find it, because I think my parents pushed me when I was uh, younger, but I don't think they pushed me nearly as half as I learned to push myself. Do you see what I mean?
0: So Did you know where it started? I'm just going to start this.
1: Do you know where well, it started? Uh, what was what my self discipline? Yeah. On um, yeah, I know when it started. I remember I balls up like my prelim exams. Do you have prelim exams?
0: I don't know. What's
1: um, prelim? Prelim is like this uh, fake exam the school do around uh, about Christmas time to determine how well you're going to do.
0: Oh, and the standard yes. grades,
1: which are the equivalent of English GCSE.
0: Wow. How, how old, how old are you at this point?
1: 15 or 16. Okay. If I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe 16. And, um, I remember like sort of bolzing up my prelim exams and I remember like really disappointing my parents. Yeah. Oh. So I remember for my standard grades that year, uh, I ended up and, and you're not, you're not, you're genuinely not going to believe this, but I remember, um, we're doing, doing, a, we're clocking in, like sort of clocking out, my because, because I don't know, it's the same. It's the same as lists. You know, when you make a list, that you have a yeah. sense of completion when you cross oh, something yeah, yeah, off. Yeah. It feels yeah. fucking amazing. Oh, it's the, best. It's the, best, <laughs> it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> so every time I would revise, I would, I would add uh, the clock time. I'd, I'd have, I'd a stopwatch and I'd start it and start it, and I ended up doing 196 hours of revision oh, for my standard grade exams. I over how
0: long of a period of time? I can't
1: even remember, but it was obsessive, and it was, Whoa. it was, and I, and I think that's. Them from how much I, I felt I disappointed my parents a bit right so I came back the next year and I did my hires and I worked equally as hard um and I always remember then you know like my my grades weren't amazing I think I was burned out I burned myself out a bit, you know mm. by time I got but anyway I got into uni and I by the time I got to uni I uh I, I was kind of struggled my way through uni I, I don't think I was ever like academically mm. very smart but then uh, I just got into third year like just going to honors you know and i uh I had two years left to get my uh to get my b a and I always remember um i think I phoned my mum up and being like i 'm not very good at this i 'm not very good at this uh, i i don 't really know how I could, And my dad's you know extremely clever guy and uh and i i don't know i, th- I maybe i thought i was I was, I was trying to be him i i think i 'm a creative person i think that i think intelligence is a it's a, a scale, and it, it, it's a different. Mm. Way. You, can, you can be intelligent socially. You can be yeah. intelligent, you know, creatively. You can oh, be intelligent definitely. academically. And and who's to say which one's more important? You know, yeah. I think social smarts can be the most important one. You know, yeah. you know, um, there are people who have networked their way to the top of the world. You see what I mean? Yeah. And uh, who's to say that's any less important than being able to? Yeah. I don't know, do l- 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 arithmetic you yeah. you know yeah. what I, mean? I what So doing. so um uh so I remember thinking oh, it wasn't for me, and I remember my mum saying, "Oh, all right, well, you know." Give it, give it a shot, but but maybe it's not. And I and I remember they started to be like, okay, we can see that this pressure you're putting yourself ain't working. So they remember, I remember them saying that you know. Think about it. Do, do you want to do this and all this kind of stuff? And I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to give it one more shot. And I remember I, I had an essay. I can't remember what it was. I think it was called uh, by an, an Evelyn War book. It was like Whoa. an English degree. And I, I remember <laughs> I did an essay comparing it to Aristotle. I tried, I tried to, um, I tried to like set myself the most biggest task just to see if I could do it. And I remember I worked so hard on this essay, like, I wore, and it came back, and I would got like a first for that essay, and I'd never got a good first grade? before. Yeah, a okay. first, like an A. Okay. Um, and I'd never got uh, I never got a first before, uh, and I, I'd, I'd scrape through, literally like literally scrape through. Like I can't remember how the uni system works, but I think you need a great a two point something average average of, of, throughout all your essays, which is like B or above okay. to, to to get in. And I got like a B three C one, so it was like to the department's discretion as to whether they let me in because I was sort of just below. I was like a C level, and. Um, and I remember thinking like, oh man, oh man. And then I did this, I tried really hard because I wanted to prove to the department that they hadn't like just taken a chance on me because, you know, I had to write mm. letters and be like, I will work hard, you know, and it was, Hi. it was a stress, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to get let in and I'd have to have one of those sort of degrees where you like leave early. It's not even a degree, oh. you know? So, but, but I remember doing a session working really hard and it came back and I, I got like a, First, but like the top mark for it. And I remember thinking, Oh, right. God, that's how hard you need to work to, 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 to do well around here. And I always thought I was working hard, but I think I was just working long and not hard. do You uh, see what I mean? Yeah. So I remember then, because I got like a first grade in my en- English essay, then I was like, well, I need to keep doing this and working like this. I'm the only student I've ever known who never missed a single lecture or tutorial in the entire four years Whoa. I was there. Um, and you know i I don't know where it came from and i remember i would i was i, I was I, I got through getting nearly first and two ones on my essays and like flip-flopping between the two and i remember when the final like exams came i did the exams and i was like oh did i bowl and not did i balls or not i would phone my mom every day being like what if i don't get this because i knew that i'd worked hard enough to get it first mm. and I remember them every day. Be like, "What if I don't get one? What if I don't get one?" She said, like, "What does it matter? Like, two ones amazing." Like, I know, but I feel like I've worked enough. for a, I feel like I deserve one. Uh, and hey Preston, I ended up getting one in the end, right? And I, I remember it's never. I never ever bothered about it, thought about it, used it. Nothing in my life. And I, I look back on that time in my life, thinking, you know, I put the most unbelievable discipline on myself at a time when I probably could have experienced the last years of freedom. Do you yeah. see what I mean?
0: It's going to be alive. So
1: the pressure comes from me and I don't know where it comes from. I've always know. been
0: anxious because it could just, could it not just be like a, like a vessel for the angst?
1: It could be. Uh, like yeah.
0: You, you use discipline to like, that's where you put it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, I always put it into writing and creating and and, and yeah. art and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's a, it's a vessel for that. But I, I I honestly don't know where the pressure comes from. But it's especially on this show I've just done because of the pressure of coming off the back of Gado. Mm. Um, yeah, like I, th- I think I perhaps took it too far. I'm sure Chris will tell you. I think I have perhaps drove myself insane. <laughs> you know, you know, you're going insane when it's like 5 a.m. on a, you know, a Saturday morning and you're, you're still like editing and like recording sound clips and stuff like that. Um,
0: it's so weird because you, you make it like, I, I know you're right saying that, you know, it's probably not healthy and you're taking it a bit too far, but part of me is like, God, I wish I could. <laughs>
1: Oh, wow. Because
0: I was never like I, I was very good at school at like uh, like language stuff, writing like Danish and English and stuff like that. So I always get like the top 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 grade, even if I wrote an essay in like thirty seconds. Like, blah, and they would yeah. be like, "You get students, the yeah. really?"
1: Oh, I used to hate but people then, like oh, you. Man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, I used to
0: write people like you essays.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Really? Yeah, because yeah. it was so.
0: And this sounds horrible, but it was so easy. Really, but everything no, else no. failed. Failed because I have a shit memory, so I can't remember. I can read a whole history book and really understand it. And then the day after I've forgotten everything. Maths never made sense to me. So I would get by on like doing really well in the language classes. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes cheating. Uh, really? Wow, yeah, good on that's you. a whole other intelligence is being able to yeah, to yeah. fake oh, being able absolutely. to speak German absolutely. for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes skills to pretend to be German for an
1: hour. Yeah, that that takes serious skills. <laughs> yeah, but I so
0: I would always so I would just kind of get by on the one thing I was good at, which meant that I ne- and I always skipped class, like always, because I was so good at talking my way out of it. So when I left um there's a school called Gymnasium, which is a three year from when you were 17 to 20, which is like the most normal, I don't know, like pre-uni education. Uh, and I had three years and at the end of it, my absence over the course of the three years was 33%, meaning that I essentially took a three-year education in two years. Really? And you're only allowed to have a maximum of 10%, but I was able to talk my way out of it.
1: Really? Which wow. Which is
0: insane.
1: So, 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 so naturally very intelligent then.
0: Well, one kind of intelligence, you know, good yeah, at yeah. like, um, well i've just always been i'm like, good at getting out of things or, like determined or, it is a kind of intelligence but yeah, the, definitely i is. was i never felt clever ever i just felt like i was getting away with things right so yeah, i think when i'm yeah. writing shows and stuff the hard work comes in but it's not in discipline i kind of have to like feel my way into it so i, I can't just go right from 5 to to 8 i'm going to write i yeah. can't do that i have to just live and then i'll be in a lift and i'll go i have an idea and then i can work intensely for a few hours but i can't force myself to do it because my brain is like we've never had to just work
1: yeah 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 (laughs) so i'm kind of
0: envious of of you being able to even though i know it's unhealthy
1: yeah yeah no 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 it it, i mean it's unhealthy i i i i I sometimes just think well what else should i do just sit Mm. in the couch and play grand theft Auto. i might as well be working Mm. you know i i also think that you know we're we're in a shallow industry where people don't really care about you when you're past 35 so i might as well put the effort in until then do you know what (laughs) i mean um i yeah yeah i mean i i always felt as well that that because because i I went to a state school i'm privately educated and when i went to uni i certainly felt like i was behind the pack a bit you know especially academically so i felt like well fuck it if they, they they've had those advantages in life, then I'm going to respond with, with like my work ethic. And I I feel like for, I feel like a work ethic, I mean, the smartest, some of the smartest people I've ever met, you know, who have these, these fantastic brains, but no work ethic and they're, mm. they're not fulfilling their potential in any way. I mean, you know, I mean, you'll, you'll know some of the, some of the, I, I, there are some comedians I know whose brains I'm like, God, you're the way you think, the way, the way you crafted a, a joke or a story or mm. a concept. I was like, I, 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 and it comes to you so naturally, but they've got no no work ethic. And yeah. and so, so they never, they never get anywhere. And I, I think that's the, that's a sad thing. I think I, so I think well, while I've lacked in sort of my advantages in youth, um, I'll make up with a, with a kind of fiery work ethic and, and yeah. And so I, I I'm proud of it, but it, it doesn't make me, it makes me a bit insane. You know, I spent, I spend abnormal volumes of time by myself. Do you know it's, what I
0: mean? It, it sounds, it sounds perfect. It sounds <laughs> perfect. I love that. I mean, I really don't see a problem with it. Yeah. So you, you You said something beautiful in an interview about, I don't know if it was this show, the last show where you said that you, you you're kind of surprised by the success. And then you said, uh, uh, that you thought you were more niche than you are, oh, yeah. the other way around. No, yeah, you thought you'd be more niche, and then you said, uh, "Turns out we're all a bit fucked up."
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It is yeah, such a yeah.
0: lovely thing because I remember taking up my last show, thinking, "Okay, well, it's." I was like trying to be okay with the fact that not everyone was gonna like it. Like, I, like maybe but you smashed maybe, it
1: on a on a very I felt level. The exact
0: same way I felt like oh. Oh, maybe more people can relate to my experiences than i thought
1: yeah 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 i i um yeah yeah it 's interesting i mean i especially with this show that i 've just done um i think I think what people the reason my shows were always very niche, they were sort of aggressive in your face comedy, you know, and they explored with with quite a, with quite callous humor a lot of the time some some big themes and they they 're very reductive in their sort of um Uh, insensitive maybe in, in the handling of those themes. Uh, not that I didn't have any experience of those themes or anything like that. I, they, 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 that's just the way they're presented. And I think the reason they were so popular was because it was so sort of different to what anyone else was doing. And it was kind of aggressive in its tone. And I think that, you know, there is a sort of frustration to, 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 to middle England in the arts scene. And it's, (laughs) in general, you know, there is, there has been, there has been a sort of, watering down generally of, of of things um and i and i do feel like to a certain degree the shows got so popular because they were sort of tapping into maybe an aggressive part of of every, every sort of audience member who who likes wants to shout and scream and, and oh. uh, say things that are angry. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah, like I, a I very
0: British kind of oppressed feelings that yeah. you let them feel or something.
1: Yeah. So that, that's what I'm trying to get at really. And that's my, own, my only theory. I mean, my, my shows were always nice and I was always like, they always went well up here but then, you know, you wouldn't hear from me 11 months out of the year, like no one knew who I was. And then it was, it was like it was only relevant one, one month of a year. Um, and then, and then Gado sort of went, and now I'm maybe relevant two months out of a year. But, uh, no, no. But then when Gado went off, I, 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 I started, you know, that was a bit less, I think it was a bit less intense and a bit more interesting. And, uh, and I think that people sort of just, just got bored with it. I think it's just, I just think it's, it's also kind of, It was kind of naughty as well. And just, there was just things that I I think, I think, I think. It offered, yeah, a, a sort of release, shall we say, to to, to maybe that what what people come to, come to expect, and a lot of people recoil at that. I'm, I'm I'm still niche, you know. I would say I still alienate a big old section of the audience. In fact, yesterday, <laughs> I was uh, on the toilet in the Banshee Labyrinth. Oh no! And uh, you can see where this is yeah. going. And uh, this guy comes in. These two guys come into the toilet, and they're, they're in the they go in the urinal, and I'm in the cubicle, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't get tickets for GAD," and they, they were like, "Oh, really." really gutted and blah 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 blah, and they were like oh we really liked his show last year anyway the cubicle next to me opens and a guy walks out being like the most overrated act in this country i went to see Gatto. i didn't he was i didn't laugh once i was surrounded by people laughing being like you're all idiots and anyway and it was about 15 minutes before i went on and i was like and it was and i was like i'm gonna have to wait till this finishes and he just went on and on and And i was like i don't want to hear this before i go on in 15 minutes time so i opened the door uh and uh I opened the door and he like looked at me and oh, uh oh. and was just like, uh oh, uh, uh this is oh I was like, Yeah, I heard every word. Oh my God. And he was like, right, right, right. And he just like left the bathroom. Oh my God. Uh and then it was it was just horrendously awkward. I could see the other two boys were like, That wasn't me that was speaking about I was like, Don't oh. worry, I know it was him, I know it was him. So I have no idea who he was, Holy but shit. but I'm pretty sure he's a comedian. But uh Holy uh shit. Yeah, it was <laughs> oh it was God. just horrendous. But people recoil it, but I get that. I get his, his opinion. You know, it's, it's not everyone wants to to be, tap into that sort of angry, aggressive, visceral side of themselves. You know, the people like being sort of quite, you know, not everyone likes to be busted out their comfort zone. Yeah. But then again,
0: some people will, you could be, well, I don't know about you, but I could, I could find myself being equally annoyed with someone who left it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember seeing, uh, Kim Noble for the first time mm-hmm. and having such an out of body experience and such a, like, I felt in like, a good way. yeah, I felt like this is my show. Like, I feel like this is a show that's made because I needed to see this. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, that feeling of just going, this is the art that speaks to me yeah. in particular. And I was, and then as I was leaving Sober Theatre, there was a bunch of comedians and I was like, oh, I don't want to talk to anyone right now, but okay, I'll talk to them. And then they were all like praising it, saying it was amazing. And then one of them said, Oh, it's so good because uh, he doesn't know that he's crazy. I was
1: mm. so angry. Uh, I, just, that's it, it a, that's a boring like, analysis, isn't and it? And it
0: felt like taking like all my Christmas presents away. Like it felt so bad. I was like, you've, I once saw Kitson with a friend and afterwards he said, hmm, he talks a lot. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you yeah. just go yeah Uh, exactly exactly i I felt a similar way after your show where i felt like i don't want to talk to anyone because i don't want anyone to to say anything that would make me i got that from my mom my mom hates she hates other people talking about something she likes
1: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no it's true it's true it can it can be time when people yeah if people express that or uh, an ignorant opinion or an opinion that you very strongly don't agree with it can it can be damaging to 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 the work or to your enjoyment of something I, i absolutely agree um,
0: but maybe that guy felt the same way about people laughing. <laughs> yeah, maybe, so.
1: maybe he did. But, but yeah, yeah, to come, I mean, to come back to that point, I think he, uh, I think I, 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 I still am niche, but I do think that to a certain degree, just, just through the past couple of years and the success the shows have had, I think, I think people are starting to get. Often the fucked upness of them, shall we say? Because I do think we're all a little bit disturbed. I, I refuse to believe normality is a thing. And if yeah. if normality is a thing, then it's the the biggest form of insanity ever. I think. Why would anyone want to be normal? Like, yeah. I don't understand that. Why would anyone want to like just punch in the middle? I don't understand that. Like, um, um, if if people want to go about their lives and the nine to fives and do all these things, then that's great and that. But that doesn't mean they're normal. I, I think everyone's interesting to some degree. I don't think I've ever. If if you find someone, if somebody finds someone boring, then I think that comes from like a boring side of their their personality, oh, rather than so. the other person. Because because I, I, I just think everyone is quirky and interesting, and you know it, you, their really? personality can great in you, and you don't like them. But that doesn't mean they're boring. But I I always think that anyone I, I I've got through that anyone can do stand up if they have the work ethic, because everyone's life is interesting and weird, and everyone's outlook is different. And I think that it's. it's everyone is is interesting and funny to a certain degree i'm 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 convinced about that so I, you've I never don't spoken
0: think... to anyone where you just thought oh no 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 this person is definitely
1: <laughs> boring well no I, I i think well this person's not my cup of tea but uh oh, but yeah, i wouldn't say that yeah, they're boring okay. Um, okay no
0: i get what you mean because other it's like when you see a lot of people have fun uh, sometimes i sometimes see people just sit and laugh and laugh and i go I, why, why I mean but you know where's they're the having struggle
1: <laughs> <laughs> going where's the struggle they give yeah, it. yeah yeah they're yeah, having no, a great either.
0: time they're loving it it's like I feel like that with every single like because here in Edinburgh our flat is right by like the main street where people are yeah. like Saturday Friday night is awful and, like they're screaming outside my window oh, and I'm just going I don't why are they enjoying it? I don't understand why they're enjoying this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It just I can't. I,
1: the festival in general.
0: Oh no, no, no! no, The just, festival it makes sense, but like yeah. nighttime, drunken. People. Oh, I don't
1: get it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I I've stopped I drinking now, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, yeah, it's it's funny. It's, it's yeah. It's, it, every, so everyone's different, but that comes to think that everyone's different. Other people see, see something yeah. as fun. I I won't see it as fun, and but but everything's so you know multifaceted and, and, and different, yeah. and and that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I truly don't believe that normality exists, nor do I think that anyone's really, truly boring.
0: That's a really good point, because it, it does sound a bit pretentious, doesn't it, to be like, It does. It sounds like you're saying, I'm really interesting and they're all
1: boring. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's an element of that as well, but... Um,
0: do you feel judged by people like that?
1: Uh, well, I, I've, I've sort of learned the hard way, very hard way, that... Uh, I, I uh, do. I feel judged. I, I feel people judge me. Yeah, I definitely. I think people people judge me, but I n- nowhere near as much as I judge myself. Do you see oh, what I mean? I know exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm getting my my strength back now after all these yeah. years sort of thing. But, um, I. Uh, I yeah, I I, I I judge myself when I project things onto situations that yeah. the paranoia I can feel from one look is, is, is sort of unbelievable. Yeah, they can I,
0: see you haven't worked... Uh, yeah, today. yeah.
1: <laughs> I I really think I have the the Uri Geller of neuroses. I think I could plow through walls with 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 my internal spiraling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um.
0: But you have the self insight to see when you're doing it.
1: Yeah, not really. No. It's weird. I when I when I, I can I can rationalize it up to a point, but if things can bother me for days. Things can bother me for days. I, 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 I mean. I, t- by the way, I, tell me if you want me to f- be funnier. Oh God, um, no. Oh God, no. This is um, this is good. No, I I I always remember this thing where like um. I some, sometimes, I like playing football, right? I like playing football. I'm a big fan of football. And I, uh, I, I like it because it's one of those things that I feel I'm, I'm reasonably decent at, but also, uh, it's in the moment. You know, you, you can't really not mm. play football in the moment. It's very hard to overthink football because it's so mm. fast paced and, you know, and all these kinds of things. Um. But sometimes, you know, I, I'll, I'll have the opposite. So sometimes when I'll, I'll go through life being quite low status and new, inward looking and, and neurotic, but then sometimes, you know, things build up, build up and I'll, I'll go absolutely nuts in the middle of Curry's or Argos and, you know, I'll <laughs> flip my lid. Like, and I always remember. How this, so?
0: Like actually, like in your head or like? No, out loud. Actually?
1: Like I'll, I'll have these blackout anger bursts that go really? absolutely insane. Yeah.
0: Well, and I always shout. remember,
1: oh, I just black out with anger, like rage, wow. like cascade and rage. And I always remember. I think I'd had a bad week in a uh, playing football against, admittedly, a very nice bunch of lads, teams. <laughs> and and the, the, the ball comes in, and I'm about to head it into the goal. Keep a miss, it. it's come right towards my forehead, and the guy, the, the defender, like knocks it over. My head with his hand and i remember like flipping the lid i can't even remember what i said but i remember severely an image of him his face being extremely intimidated at that point in time no. i was like you fucking this i'll fucking, <gasps> fucking kill you and i remember the referee being like oh he come over here and and me like shouting at the referee mm-hmm. um like to the point where like i was red in the face and like i couldn't even i can't even remember it but like then for weeks months. I'm not even joking. I felt so bad for for the, the referee and mm. for the guy that I'd intimidated. Uh, and the guilt just mm. was was too much to bear to the point where I was trying to somehow track down whoever the fuck <laughs> this guy was in the middle of a pitch in Charlton. You know, so I could apologise to him on Facebook. Like that's how yeah. that's how yeah. that's how like bad I get. So it's this constant like difficult spiral and i wish i could rationalize it because i'm sure he was like it's a game of football that guy was a bit of a nutcase and then he went about his life you know but uh you know it, it, it's amazing that the small things even though that wasn't really a small thing but like amazing that some of the small things
0: like yeah you know but is that so do you think the guilt? because i get that like when i've done something almost regardless of how bad it is like the guild will just yeah. uh, I, I never know if it's because it's like something else that's been oppre- uh, repressed, oppressed? Uh,
1: repressed? Repressed? Yeah, yeah, probably. It's like yeah. uh,
0: I don't know if, if it's, it's that and so it's just all being projected onto this one event or if it is actually the feeling of immense guilt to this one person
1: yeah 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 exactly i always think it's it's quite self it's all of our self projections really oh, it might be i think yeah so. maybe it's
0: like if that's in that inner voice that says you're you're a piece of shit and then yeah, you yeah. finally have a proof you go aha i knew it i knew it all along i'm a piece of shit look what i did to that person four months ago
1: yeah 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 exactly 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 do, do you fight everything on paper like Man, life is pretty good. I've got so many good people in my life. Yeah. Like, why do I hate myself to yeah. this degree? I <laughs> Sorry, do. Sorry, that's then, so strong. No, no, no. But I you know do. I and then
0: I talk to my mom and I'm like, oh
1: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <it> <laughs> oh, I bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, th- but things are, things are getting better. You, you know, doing this show has been, been fun. Uh, fu- fun is probably not the right word, but, but doing <laughs> this show has been, it's the first time I've ever, um, because I always like put my neuroses and my like, darkness on stage, mm. but I never did it in a way where I was like, oh, he- here's, the point behind it here's the reason behind it yeah and I actually think that was to my detriment you know if I could look back on all those shows they lacked a lot of heart and Mm -hmm. I always felt like I was a guy with a big heart and I cared a lot but uh, my shows were very sort of emotionally cold they were fun and they were like a romp and everything but they were very emotionally cold so I was like so I thought you know and I always felt like I'd lived a life and I always think like maybe maybe one day I will tell my story and 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 I always felt that that this is this would maybe be the time to do it after the success of God being like okay let's contextualize this madness mm. for you you know and I uh and I've been sort of sort of overwhelmed in a way with, with with the sort of feedback I really didn't want to do it and 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 I have actually found I'm not just saying this that my my myself some doubting guilty voice in my head is has, has got much better now that I know that other people feel the same way Do you know what i mean oh, like the people the, that the messages Do you know what you i started mean started
0: this talk by mentioning something from the beginning of our show now you're saying the end the feeling of knowing that there are other people uh i the reason why that you haven't seen my show yet and uh, you know people listening might not have either but um it's a kind of a bit about accepting kind of like your weirdnesses and i didn't really think that that was a thing I struggled with until I went on. <clears throat> I went on vacation with my sister, and she's very introverted as well, and also has some anxiety. And we're on. We're in Turkey, and we're on this boat, and we thought it was going to be like a nice boat ride, but then it was like a party boat, and we didn't know. until we had already reached the ocean and started playing this loud techno music. People were dancing. It was awful it was the worst and both me and my Sounds sister terrible. were just kind of hiding in a corner just being like let's just sit let's just get through this just yeah. breathe and then one of these dancing people came over and like wanted us to join them in, in dancing and i was just saying no and they were come on i was like no no but my sister got so scared that i was going to say okay we'll do it uh that she got like a full on panic attack which is she gets g- relatively regularly yeah they're uh, but, brutal yeah and you know i've had them as well i sometimes yeah. get them as well so i was just kind of like telling the guy to fuck off and then I kind of chatted to her got her a bit out of it again within her time and then when we read when we went back to the hotel I'd read Quiet by Susan Cain this yeah. book about introvert uh being an introvert and all these all this knowledge that I'd picked up in the year that had just passed about being an introvert and being okay with that and knowing how many people are introverts and what that means mm-hmm. I just started telling her and I could see how she felt better I was like oh oh yeah this isn't just important in my little head because i'm actually not the only one you know it it doesn't get solved just because i now feel better about it yeah and just telling her i was like oh this is helping her she's actually really like she now feels confident in her being that yeah even though labels you know it's all the spectrum etc but and that's kind of what that and i don't i don't know if i've reached it yet with the show but that's what i want
1: yeah absolutely I,
0: i want people to to feel Yeah, yeah. not alone. Yeah, not alone. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's an important thing. I I think that art should, should accomplish a few things. And if, if art's there for any reason, it should be to hold a mirror up to the Mm -hmm. audience and to the world and, and, and make people feel, you know, challenged or accepted or all kinds of different things. You know, the, the, my, my, my pet peeves with comedy shows are ones that are either just purely just funny without a point or without Mm -hmm. anything to say or aren't subverting convention. I do believe art is there to be testing and is there to sort of bring us together. I I, I think that's why I I don't, I think the government wouldn't be funding it otherwise. Do you see what I mean? Like it has to, I think, I think to a certain degree it has to break conventions and break norms and, and, and challenge us to think in a certain way or or, or, or bring us together. So, yeah. yeah.
0: But, but then, yeah, but there's gotta, there's has to be some comedy shows for people who, I mean, I, you know, no one's boring.
1: (laughs) No one's, (laughs) no
0: one's boring, but there has to be shows for people who don't, what, what what about the people? Well, you, okay. So you believe everyone has darkness, but
1: yeah, I I think while I I think it's going to be very hard to go through life without, you know, something that's going to trouble you.
0: I mean, I want for everyone to, I would love for everyone to be really okay with talking about their darkness. And I would love that. But I also, yeah, I think it's getting better.
1: I think things are improving. Do you find that? But,
0: but do you know how many people wouldn't think that that's an improvement? like what so many people, people talking would, yeah about what
1: would pe- people would would rather people just kept their shit to themselves and a, why, a man that's needs That's why to,
0: people go and see like just funny shows from their point because they just want to laugh
1: Yeah yeah maybe they, they maybe don't you're face right it. Yeah. I mean
0: I, I, my experience with this is having spoken to a lot of people and immediately starting to talk about dark stuff and then being very uncomfortable that could just be me or the situation but yeah yeah a lot well, of people just want to be really happy
1: yeah yeah well maybe maybe you're right i mean and that's my opinion by the way and, and i work in the industry so you develop tastes, yeah. don't you do you know what i mean like you yeah. develop a certain way of, of what you want to what you want to see and what you want to uh, and
0: I completely agree with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but I, you're right. I, I'm in the minority. I'm, I'm fully aware of that. I, art and television can be released, and and you know when. And why should someone who's worked so bloody hard, you know, um, uh, bringing up seven kids and and working three jobs, you know, have to then go on a Friday night <laughs> to get challenged by, you know. Yeah. You were right. Do you see what I mean? Maybe, yeah. maybe they deserve to, to, to have some casual observations that they can laugh at and just go back and be like, phew. All right. That was fun. Right. Back to life now. So who knows what's, what's right? My personal opinion is that art without point and purpose is, 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 is not how I think it should be.
0: Yeah. No, that I know sense. exactly what you mean. Yeah. That's how uh, when I, cause, you know, we watch a lot of comedy because we're in the business. And when I saw your show, I felt the same way as when I saw Kim Noble's show. That feeling of, oh wow, I'm like you. Kind of look around. And you're kind of happy that you're not the only one getting it, because in your head you thought that if someone made this very show, you, I, I could. How could anyone but me get that? Because it, it, feel, it feels so,
1: and and the personal. Feelings and the feelings that you responded to were the feelings of the, the self guilt and self blame and the overthinking and
0: um, um maybe the in- self insight and the force the f- forcing yourself to deal with things i think and you talked a lot about therapy as well yeah. uh, and and how you and it's it was so obviously true i mean you know the whole thing was obviously true but it was you know when you recognize something that's so particular like yeah. when someone says when someone adds a detail to something, and you go, "Oh, now I know that's definitely true," because otherwise you wouldn't have mentioned that the bus was blue or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I sure you mean. I, I think I know what you're talking about. So You talked about like yeah, some, yeah, some yeah.
0: specific things that uh, you in therapy uh, learn to deal with in terms of your anxiety and stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, I've I've had the exact same advice given to me." Yeah. yeah I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, that's a psychologist thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I
0: think like just talking about that, talking about dark stuff, and like, oh, it's yeah. it's. I, no,
1: it, it's 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 been it, it's been. Very healing. And I'm sure you found that with Bubble Rap and, and your current mm. show as well. Um, the, uh, which is Shimmer.
0: Shimmer Shatter. Shimmer Shatter. I'm yeah. Not I'm as good, I good with titles
1: as you are. Was, <laughs> no, no, my titles are bad. Like my titles are, I think name puns are Mark Nelson. You know, the comic Mark <laughs> yeah. Nelson. He put up a post the other day thing. If I'm going to take anything. To be proud about from my career is the fact I've never had a pun named Edinburgh <laughs> friend's title. I just wrote block Blockhouse, fuck you. Um, but uh, no, my titles are just just cheesy, like breaking God. Oh, it was horrendous, buying into a fad, terrible, waiting for God it was all right. But, um, um, but, uh, but, but uh, I can't remember the point I was making, but I was going to say that it, it, I'm amazed at how much it's helped.
0: Yeah? You yeah. All
1: found that found the same.
0: Yeah, the the it's different with because my old show dealt with teenage stuff and things that I'd already uh like become okay with, where yeah. this new show is about something that's sometimes still happening. Mm-hmm. And it's it's terrifying because I am doing the the thing like therapy on stage thing where I'll say something on stage and I go, "Oh, I've never said that before." Oh yeah. Oh, shit, I just made a, <laughs> a new discovery in my own psyche. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's terrifying because, yeah, you know, absolutely. I quite... Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. So, you, I imagine you're an introvert. It sounds like you're...
1: Yeah, uh, I think so. I think I used to be You get an energy from being
0: alone more than you get from being with people.
1: Uh, yes, Yeah. I would say so. I, I'm not sure it always was that w- way, if you know what I mean. But yeah. I think I think it's now, now there's the
0: a way. Spectr- there is a spectrum. And there's yeah, also something yeah. called an ambivert, which is when you're 50-50
1: yeah no i think i th- I don't know yeah i think i'm probably an introvert
0: people don't it's i th- i i feel like it's difficult for people who are not introverts to understand how we then manage to get up on a stage in front of a lot of people you know it, it, it cla- a lot of people have set the clashes in their mind with what they think an introvert is
1: yeah it's, it's and hard. i
0: kind of get it yeah but what does is, what is being on stage do for your, like, anxiety and your...
1: Well, it, you know, it sort of makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I'm doing a show about anxiety, it makes it better. But whenever I do a club gig, I regret oh. it, because I'm not a, I'm not a club comedian, not by a long shot. No, uh, I'm not even sure I'm a comedian. Do you see what I mean? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure my shows have always been theatre, comedy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Or comedy theatre. I, I I can't say I've ever been an out-and-out comedian. So when you put me in amongst... Um, fantastic acts like, um, Scott Agnew and Ian Coppinger, you know, yeah. who, who have the club set down to a tee, Do you know yeah. what I mean? It I stick out so badly. So, but, but it's just like the, 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 my, my, my neurosis are never more heightened in that moment before I go on stage. Mm. They're never more, my monkey, shall we say, the monkey yeah. brain is never more aggressive than, than the five minutes and the one minute and the 30 seconds leading up to when I go on stage where I think it's going to be a disaster. Who's in? This is going to be the end. Friends are going to be in you know i'm gonna disappoint my family i'm gonna be working in mcdonald's before i know it and nothing it's all been for nothing and i've wasted my youth you know what i mean uh so i'm i think it's but then the feeling of being on stage when it goes well the feeling of coming back off it the sense of completion the sense of fulfillment meeting someone who has been touched or affected by your work um that that is that is why I, i i do it and i think that is that is in an introverted way of doing it, because despite the fact that you go through that sort of, you know, burning pot and the catharsis mm. of performance, it always comes back to the, finding that inner solace as an introvert, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think you just made me realize, I think that's because I always greet people at the door when I do my shows. I, I mean, hear you do that. I mean, yeah, not that's club good. gigs, yeah. obviously, but that's <laughs>
1: that to say, hi guys, you know, I'm
0: no, I feel like that's because then I don't have the moment to think. Yeah. So, I'll just be going, hello, thanks for, coming, thanks for coming, thanks for coming, thanks for coming, thanks for coming. And then, oh, it's full. You have to do the show now. Run on stage, turn the music up, and go, welcome to the stage to me. So, I don't have those, that five, because if I was standing backstage for five minutes looking at them going in.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, God, yeah. It would it's build strictly, up. Yeah, I, the worst thing is, like, not being able to see them. Like, I'm, I'm having me on that stupid curtain by the speaker. Oh. It's not even a backstage area. And then you just pull the curtain open, and then the first face you see is, like, Brian Logan's. Okay. You're like, oh,
0: God. <laughs> so happy He's had I don't a shave. Where's is? his beard?
1: <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and you immediately, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's tough. You know that weight is tough.
0: Yeah. I used to, I
1: used to stand on the stage but not interact. Yeah, but that's not good either. I don't think. I think it needs to be one or the other. I think you've got it down. I think that's right. But I think if I do a show with a fourth wall, and all my shows have quite strict fourth walls, yeah, uh, then it's very hard to like yeah. for them to say, oh, "Hey guys," yeah. you know, and then <laughs> and then oh, he's not that nice guy anymore. He's that neurotic <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah. hyper angry guy. So, yeah, yeah. But I I get that. I get why you do that.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's, it's blocking out the, those minutes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I
0: hate, I hate doing club gigs. I can't, I just don't want to do them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I, they're, they're awful, but you do them regularly, right?
0: I haven't, I've, well, basically Chris, who's, who you've mentioned a few times, who's my uh, agent and your housemate. Yeah. Uh, he sat me down after my, uh, the, I got nominated for the award last year and he's basically like, minutes after i was nominated he just sat me down and took up my diary and said which gigs do you not want to do and i was like oh my god <laughs> that's the best day of my life leads oh, really? leads 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 <laughs>
1: leads, leads all the- but, but you still get every weekend regularly. oh yeah well
0: I, yeah well you know the so i've done a lot of festivals and then like the last four f- three four months i've done previews and you've been the,
1: touring right uh
0: no, no no i'm touring the next show but i did like soho then i was in melbourne and yeah, so i kind yeah. of try and fill my man. melbourne God, they would love... You. I feel like they would love you. Really? I don't know about the rest of Australia. They've never
1: taken me out. They've always come to my shows, but they've never wanted to take me out. But uh, that's fine. That's I don't fine. know I think much it's in about
0: the te- well, well, yeah, but I feel like their audiences are really... Uh, it feels like a fringe audience. It feels like an open-minded, let's see something different kind yeah, of audience. Yeah. yeah, okay. But I don't. I mean, it's always difficult when it's like one person deciding something. You never know. You
1: know yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What they might. You don't know what's going on behind.
1: Yeah, exactly. Behind
0: the curtain. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But that's it. I. I I'll mean, try
1: and push. I'll try and push. Yeah, I'm going to try and push for Melbourne. I'd love to go I just want to yeah. do something in a hot country. Oh, I'm sick of this miserable no, festival. No, no it's the not hot when
0: you go there. That's Because I thought the same thing. I was like, oh my what God, What do you mean Melbourne. it's not hot? It's, it's like autumn in in March when the festival is on. Well, it was autumn. freezing. Was like I've been autumn. to Melbourne.
1: I, 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 I've been once. It's, well, it's, which it's, it's, month it's got St. Kilda there? There? Beach, right? I was there yeah. Christmas. I was there like Christmas. Well, it was boiling hot. summer. <laughs> you
0: need oh, to man. I was so disappointed. It was raining. you tell me it was raining? Yeah, it's autumn
1: it rains oh, I know, oh, I know. I'm so yeah. happy
0: that I got to tell someone before yeah, <laughs> no one right. told me I just wanted to
1: go out to a hot country and just like not get a cold for a month Do you yeah. know what I mean like just this festival I mean how long does Melbourne go on for a month it's a month Yeah. it's a month
0: it's a month Wow. It's a month.
1: Oh man, I'd have a terrific time. I just want to like, just pretend, you know, when you and Larry and your updates of how fucking happy you are in Australia. Actually, I I want to be that guy pretending my career is, well, not pretending, your, all your careers is oh, going yeah. well, but I'd like to be, uh, I'd like to be out there updating up with my ice creams on St. Kilda beach.
0: I never, the I Luna never had Park. a be- I never went to the beach. I had, uh, the few like times I went out, I, you know, took a lot of photos, posted a lot of photos because then I could kind of justify being at home for the next six days.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it was, um, no, I, I it looked great. It looked like a great It was you, Larry and me,
0: Larry Dean. Oh, God. There's a lot of people there. A was there. Nish Kuma was there. Lou Sanders. Good
1: bunch of guys.
0: Some Americans good bunch of people were there. And yeah. it was just really great. And then I found out that our hotel was haunted. Oh,
1: oh really? Do you like all that stuff? <laughs>
0: a tiny bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I get, I get, my parents used to take me on holiday to some haunted place. Really? They, yeah, yeah. Do you believe I it? Post- I don't know what I believe anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely lost. <laughs> I believe in the harsh realities of life right now, but uh, I like to believe, I like to, uh, I like to, uh, I like to, uh, like to believe. Be- life's sort of magical in itself, like not for lack of a better, like for lack of a more Mm. cynical phrase. Uh, So I do like to think, well, this is pretty crazy in itself. Surely there's some other dimension to it. Mm. But that's about as far as it goes before I snap myself back to my cynicism.
0: (laughs) I'm completely on, I'm on board with that. I know exactly what you mean. Um, I wanted to ask you about, um, if you could, and I don't know if I'm phrasing this right, I know what I want. Want to ask? So it's like if you, knowing what you know now and being who you are now and having had the experiences that you've had, <clears throat> say you got to talk to yourself as like, like you're you're the baby. You just came out. Mm-hmm. Just came out. Yeah, this angry already. I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tiny, yeah tiny, off, yeah, yeah. And you kind of had to tell this baby, you know, because I, you know, how babies always cry. Because uh, it's all terrifying. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been in this nice, comfortable, yeah, yeah, whole yeah. It's place. all like lights and uh, yeah, yeah. Which is basically how the whole world kind of is the whole time. You're always just oh shit, this is all yeah, so yeah,
1: weird. yeah.
0: But if you could tell that baby, you know, the the world is a fucking. I mean, what a place. But this is how you can deal with things. Like, here are some tools that mm. you know you're gonna have to learn these eventually. So I'll give them to you now.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, no, I know what you mean. So, what basically, what advice would you give to your younger self?
0: Yes, but with more words.
1: But, with, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: a more complicated way what, of saying what, more
1: that. More words in imagery. <laughs> uh, I I would give advice, um, and this is going to sound sort of negative, but I don't I don't think it is. But I would give advice to to to, to really, um, I I give advice to um, always surround yourself with good people. Mm. You know, I don't tr- trust people so easily and give yourself away so easily. Uh, you know, be, lo- be loyal and, and, and be, you know, surround yourself with good people and, and, and try and be as positive as possible. Um, I try and teach myself, I think, not to care so much, but I think now that I care so much, it's very hard to go back. Um, but I, I think the main thing is that if someone is dragging you down or sucking energy out of your life, uh, are, then, then, then you need to learn, you need to have that self-respect and that self-control to be able to cut them from your life as well. So it's about inner strength and self-respect that I feel like, I feel like perhaps a lack of self-respect has, set me back a bit down the years. Um, and it'll never happen again, but I, uh, but I would, I would, I would say really surround yourself with good people, uh, and be loyal to those people and keep them by your side. And, uh, if anyone starts to, you know, try and take energy from your life. Then, then, then you need to have this, the, the personal strength to cut them from your life as well.
0: How how much of that advice do you still need?
1: A bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but not it's totally getting there. there yet. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, that, so I know that sounds sort of bleak. Like, like it. It literally goes back to the old adage of just surrounding yourself with good people and being happy. But like, yeah, um, I would t- I tell him to keep his wits about him. And I think, you know what I mean? But I, I, I actually think that I, for a long time, I, because I was brought up by such wonderful parents and had such wonderful friends, you know, and all that, that I think when I was released into the big bad world, I I didn't think the world was quite as evil as, as, as I was told in the news, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and I think I still was like, I still saw the good in everyone and everything. And, uh, and I think that, that that I was naive and I think that, that, um, I think that, That, that was, that was difficult. I caused difficulties in my life. Mm. Um, and I sometimes look back on that and, you know, I'm trying not to blame myself so much.
0: Mm. Do you know what I mean? You can't, you can't. But I,
1: uh, but I, I would say that I was naive and I, I, I I wanted, I wish I educated, I, I wish I educated myself better in believing that, yeah, there are bad people in the world and that you have to avoid them at all costs because the the bad people do bad things, you know?
0: Mm. And I guess we still kind of need to, it's something you keep reminding yourself. Like I don't. Do you think you'll ever? Cause it's a weird thing, isn't it? You don't want to. Like when you when you deal with children, you know, if you have like nieces and nephews, and and part of you do want to tell them, you know, oh, it's a, you know here are all the bad things you need to know. But then part of you is like, oh just be yeah just be yeah. a child yeah i know i know it's
1: it's difficult you like want to preserve their innocence but you yeah. also want to warn them yeah. of the it's, it's very tricky bringing up kids must be the hardest thing in the oh world do you know what i mean like in getting it right i don't think anyone gets it right but i think that's the point i think you both parents learn as much yeah. as the kids learn and yeah. they grow sort of with them but um yeah like i understand why Kid, parents are sort of protective of their kids now, you know, and want oh, them to, gotcha. you know, especially in this modern age where, you know, you can you, you take advantage of someone at the click of a button, do you know what I mean? And, you know, like the world is a scary place and it's growing and growing and growing. Mm. And, uh yeah, it, it's a tricky line to tread, watch yourself, you know, because you don't want to inflict a kid with too many neuroses at a young age, being yeah. paranoid of everyone <laughs> yeah. and everything, you know. But at the same time, you want them to be cautious enough yeah. to, to know, you know, when danger is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. It's
0: really hard. And, yeah. I, but I like that that's what you'd tell a baby.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 I would, I would give myself a sobering pep talk at a very young age. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't, don't you dare start smiling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 At least definitely not strangers. <laughs> um, how,
0: how do you now when things are, you know, I don't think things will ever stop be like, I think with a lot of mental health stuff, you never quite, you never really get completely out of it. You know, like, you're either, you know, you've been an addict and then you won't just be not an addict anymore. You'll be an ex-addict. You know Mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, you've, that's,
1: that's interesting. The depression
0: will, you know, you'll always, I remember when I asked, once I asked my psychologist, um, when I was still seeing her, I said, what if, what if you fix me? Will I not be funny anymore? Uh, and she said uh, she said everything you kind of have lived and experienced and, and all the like abilities you have will always be there somewhere
1: mm, I think so so
0: you won't unlearn any of that yeah so in the same way as like if you have a depression it'll be it'll be there somewhere it won't be
1: I think the residue memories will be yeah i I, I, I refuse to believe that this is it it can't be it because it's just too much <laughs> I, I need to know that it that, that it, I could be completely cured so I like to believe that one day it will be Oh, well, but, I think but, it could
0: be cured, but it's, it's, uh, I think it's, um, I think it's the same with, you know, like heartbreak, for example, to take like a, which is actually a lighter, a lighter topic. In yeah, way. yeah,
1: yeah, but it's very real and it exists. You know, you know? like the way yeah.
0: you, you feel, you can get over someone 100%, but you know, they can still be like in 10 years time, you go, oh, but it's such a little fragment. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. You know? So it, you can it's have there, like one bad the, day the, the, when you yeah. see them in the street. You know, like, yeah. That can always I, I, but be. That's there. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. And
0: I think that was kind of the same with mental health. You know, at some yeah. point you'll be like, Oh, oh, okay. Whew, over. Yeah, but it just gets yeah. tinier and tinier and it becomes so small. You can barely see it and you never feel it apart from like, you know, that one second in 20 years.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what
0: absolutely. I, what I, what I was, <laughs> I was trying that I wasn't just going. So, you know, have a good day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted
0: to ask you if you have any, like, um, I guess you'd call it a coping mechanism, a little like, Ah, uh, like, uh, life hacks for, you know, I've learned to, uh, I hide in toilets when I get anxious. Like public toilets, I lock the door and I breathe. And that's like my mm-hmm. go-to thing. So when I get really, a lot of too many people, people are drunk, people are shouting. Which I really hope isn't your thing, because then yesterday's experience at the toilet must have been just awful for you. If that was your safe space,
1: yesterday's experience at the toilet what was. When
0: that? you overheard oh, had the guy. Oh yeah, things. no,
1: no, no. That was my safe space. No, don't worry. <laughs> no, no, no. I, um, I used to. I, I don't. My connections are bad. I, I put it all into work and art, and that sort of helps. Uh, I used to run like a, a madman and exercise. Um, uh nothing i i haven't really found the answers i don't know Uh, my coping mechanism is just to know that that i've got through some pretty bad shit so Mm. far therefore i can get through this
0: my the one that helped me the most i don't know if i I remember thinking this during your show it was just a tiny little thing my psychologist said once he said um every psychological process is two steps forward and one step back yeah so when you sometimes because what you do is you uh, you have a p- progress, and you go, and then your brain goes, oh, my God, this is amazing. I feel so much better. Everything's so much better. And then it goes, oh, shit, I'm not used to this. And then yeah, it takes like a yeah, step back. Exactly. And then you go, okay, two steps forward again. Yeah, exactly. And that yeah. helped me so – and I, it's what I tell everyone who's going through anything, uh, like my sister and, and people like that in my life, because – when you feel like you're doing a setback, your brain will go, oh shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit. It, yeah. It's, I'm back. I'm back again. But yeah, it's so yeah. good to know that that's just the way you. Yeah, move absolutely. Forward. Absolutely. I feel absolutely. like you know this. You've been in,
1: you know, no, that's so true. I, I just, I just totally agree with this. Sometimes you, you walk down the street, you ever walk down the street go, shit, man. Oh my God. I wasn't <laughs> thinking anything negative right then. Or, or you'll yeah. have a taxi driver uh you'll you'll have a, go in a taxi and then you'll get dropped off you're like oh my god i didn't think for one second that you thought i was anything negative do you, yeah. do you get that yeah, yeah, yeah. you get out the cab and you're like yeah. man yeah. i must be getting better yeah. i did a whole taxi driving without self-reflecting do you know yeah. what i mean
0: it's like i woke up happy why What's yeah, wrong? What's yeah, wrong? yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah? madness madness but yeah I, I i totally agree yeah
0: uh i would i was gonna start this book i was so you're only the second person i've interviewed and i, I was planning on starting these podcasts in, uh, in in the same way which didn't happen <laughs> but so i might i'll end on it instead because i was gonna start by asking about the first time we met and yeah. if you remember that
1: go on Pro- probably met uh, yeah uh, uh, i feel like i've known you for a long time but because I, I
0: mean, I, I'm not saying I have the answers. It's not like a trick, okay, yeah, it's not yeah. a trick question. No, no,
1: I'm trying, to th- I'm trying to think. But I feel like I've known you for like four years, right?
0: No, I think it was, I think, oh God, I really hope I'm not. <laughs> I hope I'm not wrong. I feel like it was the when I auditioned.
1: That we properly met then, yeah. do you reckon so?
0: I'll tell I you why f- I think so. Because before that, because we, so I auditioned to be the, the, the role for Ian Smith eventually got yeah, in your yeah. show last year and i think we spoke for maybe i don't know five or ten minutes before i realized it, it was you
1: oh really <laughs>
0: i thought you were like a producer oh
1: really yeah, <laughs> yeah i'd yeah. only
0: yeah. ever seen the poster and you didn't look
1: oh yeah long hair covered in blood yeah yeah, yeah. I, you know i didn't put my blood makeup on <laughs> that that morning <laughs> i sometimes just frowned upon in a shine under television production company but um Am
0: I wrong about that? Was that not the first time?
1: It could have been. I have have a vague memory of us uh, at the Chortle Awards having a chat once. You know, when you won your Chortle Award at that, um, uh, you know, for best newcomer, (laughs) wasn't it? Yeah, but that
0: explains a lot because I was not not sober at that
1: point. You weren't. I was not sober. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We definitely had a chat that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, 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 yeah, no, no, the addition for Wave Gather, because I remember that, that, so that when, when we wrote that, I was stealing your material was the idea, wasn't it? Uh,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I but was, the, I was, there like was to... too much
1: of a logical leap as to, am I that dumb that I would steal it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what was the punchline? The punchline is like, uh, I don't know whether you know this about, Danish woman, but like it was like oh, yeah, I was stealing the material. About, yeah,
0: there was something about being a Danish woman in there. I but just, but
1: like but the, the intellectual leap for the audience to believe that I was yeah, so yeah. naive that I steal the material that would present me as a Danish woman.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, looking back, it was I mean, one hundred percent the right decision. Also, just in times of how busy we both got after that, in yeah. terms of I, you know, I would. You would, wouldn't you, work.
1: Yeah, you, I mean, <laughs> with the, how big a year you had yeah. last year, as well as doing that, I mean, it would you would have been.
0: Oh yeah, and it sounds like someone going. Oh well, I'm happy. You know. But it, it made it made all the sense. Uh, it, it just made sense from oh, a yeah. like, creative no, point from of every view. Every single one. You know I mean? and it was I was just really happy getting to do it because i mean between you and me i never really auditioned
1: before that <laughs> oh yeah no you didn't you, I was, like, it was, you oh, were great when
0: i found out it was you i was like oh that's him <laughs> that's the guy they're talking about yeah
1: i probably had a shaved head at that point i'm trying to think
0: maybe i don't remember that
1: my hair fluctuates
0: um, i remember i think it's texted chris and was like oh I, I met him <laughs> oh right yeah, <laughs> the guy. yeah okay
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah um yeah
1: mad Okay, then maybe that was the, the properly time, the first sober time, shall we say. Well, the
0: first time, I remember. <laughs> you yeah, can, you You yeah. can have another memory.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. I remember. I just remember I was with Chris at the the Awards. You won the award, and then you came to speak to Chris, and we were standing by like a tall table, and I think we just had a chat. I
0: remember from that, I remember someone had told me at the Chortle Awards. This was 2013, and someone had told me, I think as a joke uh, they'd said, Oh, I overheard your agents say that they didn't think you were going to win or something. So I was like, "Ha, that's quite funny." So I told Chris, and he was f- so furious. Oh, he gets so furious. He was so angry. He? he was like, "Who said that?" And I was like, "Oh no."
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I
0: was so I was like, like, "Oh, you know, like when you go, oh, don't don't beat him up, but but if you have to, you know, I won't stop you."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, that's what I remember, and then I remember getting very very drunk, and
1: uh, it was a messy night that night. It
0: really was. Yeah.
1: I think Adam Hess got mugged in a car on the way home. Do you remember that?
0: <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Oh no! I think he no. got like held
1: at knife point at a check. Was that that night? I remember I it was that. Night. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> and it was like um, it was just a messy night. I just remember it was really messy.
0: I remember th- uh, Nick Helm and some other people were going to a bar, and they said, "Oh, f- have your cab follow our cab." And then we got in a cab, me and Piano Valley, I think. And then the cab driver drove us somewhere else. We were too drunk to notice. So we just put us, uh just stopped in the middle of the road in central London. We were like, oh, where are we? Oh, he's gone. And then I went into a bar and I met the guy who I'm doing a show about this year, Uh his best friend was in this bar and I was so drunk and I just walked up to him with my award going, I won. I yeah. won. Why won't he love me? <laughs> oh,
1: no. Oh, wow. He's yeah. like,
0: oh, Sophie, it's a Monday night and I'm just having some pure drinks. I was like, no, no, your friend doesn't love me. And Tell like,
1: oh, no, me why, why Look he at not love <laughs> <laughs> Our award's not good enough for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And
0: I went home and got sick for two days. Yeah, yeah. And see if there's anything I've forgotten. You've, I, I'm so happy you wanted to do this.
1: No, no, thanks for having me.
0: No, thank you very, very much. Uh, is there anything? Oh, uh, plug things to, to Twitter and stuff. Uh,
1: plug things for my… Uh, Where can
0: people find you?
1: Oh, people can find me. Um, yes. Um, are you sure? You, if you got another question? Five, no, oh, no, I've asked okay. everything. Um, you can find me 945 in the Banshee Labyrinth on Nidri Street uh, in a show called uh, Monkey See, Monkey Do. I think, if I say it, if I said it, that's venue, so. street, time, Venture, 9.5. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's the one. You're yes. an amazing interview, by the way. You oh, bring a really? sense of calm. Oh, I was talking, to- I was talking about, uh, you know, I, the idea of, it was quite daunting. I don't get asked too many podcasts. I think people <laughs> worry I'm going to be too controversial, which, which I won't be, <laughs> but, uh, uh, I find eye contact very difficult. So the idea of being an hour across the table, oh, so yeah. looking at someone was, was challenging, but you're, you're very soft and calming. So, so you're oh, a good interviewer. You. So a nice one. <laughs> thank
0: you very much. Well, thank you for doing it. <laughs> hi it's me still whispering thank you so much for listening uh if you want to support the podcast financially go to patreon.com forward slash mopart. you can give like a a recurring donation there you only have to sign up once and it'll it'll do it all for you it's a really lovely Ways to do it and you can see the little stupid video i've made as well um otherwise you know what just tweet about it and join our facebook group called the made of human podcast it's a lovely bunch of people and i'm doing this thing where um as i'm uploading the episode i start this little chat with the other people uh, in the group with all the listeners and we all just talk about our week and how it's been going as uh as it's uploading to to iTunes, uh, so I love that. I love getting to talk to all of you guys. You're so cool. Uh, you're my favorite, my favorite people. Other people who listen to this because I feel like we, I mean, if you've if you've if you if you've made it this far into this episode and you're still listening, and you're enjoying, and you enjoyed it, and you're not like just hate listening, then we're the we're the same kind of person, and I really like that because I always thought that uh, there were not a lot of people like me. Uh, so, so this makes me really happy, and I and I need this. I'm I'm also hungover. It's another reason why I'm uh, like whispering a lot. I Had a very rough night yesterday. Ended up texting an ex. I mean, not not just any ex, but the ex that I'm I'm doing <laughs> that I'm doing a show about. Like that's how much of an ex this is. And I texted, and the text is said. It said something along the lines of. What if I will always just be in love with you? What if there's always going to be one part of me that will always be in love with you? Which is, I mean, a tough, tough thing to write to someone you haven't spoken to since December. I mean, oh my God, oh my God, my head. And then he answered something like really just sweet, but not, you know, not even mentioning that bit. I mean... And then I send them back the longest message, just being like, you know what, I was drunk and I sent you that text and that was stupid, but you know what, it's probably true. (laughs) Is that sad? I think it's nice. I think that's nice. Uh, Well, I've overshared again, but uh, (laughs) that's what you guys tend to (laughs) to be okay with. So I hope you loved this episode. I want to get Richard on again uh, at another time and uh, when I'm a better interviewer, I guess. Uh, but until then um thank you for listening if you made it this far tell your friends and oh please go and give us a, a five-star rating on itunes it helps so much you um, know it makes it seem like a real an actual real podcast which i, I very much enjoy so i'm gonna uh, go to bed and hope i haven't disturbed my flatmates uh apart from with dangerous spider spider flatmate uh so uh thank you for listening and uh good night or oh, <laughs> or oh, goodbye, goodbye even, or good morning. Depends on shut up, Sophie.